Tonight's podcast is brought to you by the Price and Hitchcock Spooky Home for the Nearly Deceased. Hello, boils and ghouls, it's your old eternal friend, Vincent Price. And I'm also joined tonight with my spooky best friend, Mr. Alfred Hitchcock. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Is your grandmother about to leave a trail of ectoplasm leading to that giant haunted hill in the sky? Is your Uncle Frank about to be mauled to death by birds? Me and my good friend Alfred have worked together to bring you Price and Hitchcock's spooky home for the nearly deceased. Here at the Price and Hitchcock spooky home for the nearly deceased, we aim to serve our residents with a weekly frat with visits from minorities, self-checkout machines, and rap music. What do you mean they can vote now? I turn on the TV and I look all the way around the world with around me and I see nothing but boys using girls' bathrooms, girls using boy bathrooms, and I, I just simply cannot wait to die. I didn't bomb women and children in Korea just to watch gay cowboys kiss on TV. <gasps> the whore! What do you mean I have to scan my own items? I don't work here! Here at the Price and Hitchcock Spooky Home for the Nearly Deceased, we maintain the high standard of low quality care. And our resident psychics will make sure that the recently departed souls of your loved ones never leave this plane of existence. They will be with us at the Spooky Home for the nearly deceased for all eternity. <laughs> Call now. We're running a special this week. Bring in two patients for the Vincent Price of one. Price <laughs> <laughs> and Hitchcock's spooky home for the nearly deceased. Because they're nearly dead. And why would you prolong their suffering when you can pay us? Sweet pop of a. That was really satisfying. It was. I need to be a Foley artist. That'd that, be fun. That was really nice. That'd be fun as shit. I was really worried that I was gonna fucking get it out of sync with that pause, but that was just just perfect. Mwah. That was the noise of me polluting my liver. Uh huh. I'm That's one should. That's Brandon. Hey, go spook yourself. Go spook yourself. <laughs> we are the good old spooky podcast. <laughs> Ooh, oh, rife with terror. Oh, adulthood. <laughs> well, I simply cannot wait to die. Yep. It's uh, creeping up on us. Day by day. It's fucking October, man. Uh-huh. It's that wonderful 
time of year. Yep. No spooky time. I'm excited, man. Are you excited? Yeah, even though I have to work Halloween again. Again. I haven't had a Halloween off in years, man. It sucks. Next year on Monday, Mm. we'll celebrate. Yes. I'll take off next Tuesday so I can hang with you next Tuesday. Nice. We'll do that now. You got any... um, I listened to the one from a year ago today, the last time we were joined by our old friend, Mr. Vincent Price. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh... Almost feels like a shitty reboot. That's, you know, Halloween's known for that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fitting. Exactly. You got any um, any certain plans for the spooky season? Like anything you're going to do leading up to Halloween? Uh, I just need to rock some more horror movies, to be honest, which I got to drag myself away from my computer to, to do that. Well, I mean, you are playing Diablo 2. Yeah, Technically, it, it's horror It is. It's so, spooky. I mean, you're, you're in there. Yeah. Am I too loud? No, you're fine. Okay. You're just fine. I'm watching the levels. I just want to make sure I'm not like yelling and getting too excited. No. Good. No, I would hate to be excited about anything. Uh-huh. Um, any horror movies in particular you're wanting to watch? Uh, nothing in particular. I just need to... You do your usual? Yeah. So speaking of horror movies, I did something here recently. Oh, yeah? Like last week. Last weekend, actually. I didn't have fuck all to do Saturday, which is odd. Uh, other than work on my proton pack, hang out, which I'll get to later because that is a whole other level of stress. But uh, anyways, I watched the fucking thing, like the thing, the newer one. Oh, I've still have watched it. I'm uh, afraid to. Neither have I. And that's that's my first. I don't want to taint it. Okay, so I had I went into that blind. I when it came out, I had no fucking interest in it. I've never had any interest in it. But it was one of them things like I've been watching just all kinds of new shit and going through like my eighties shit a lot. So I decided to I won't say treat myself to it. I decided to um popsicle stick fuck my dick hole by watching it. And uh so I'm gonna tell you. It's as bad as you think it is, right? So the it's very not scary, like how the thing is actually fucking creepy. Uh huh. It's all CGI, of course. <sighs> yeah. It's all all CGI and shit, and it's just like it uses like the same. You know, that's one thing I dug about the old one is like shit split open and all that, but it was kind of different. You know, mm-hmm. like different metamorphoses. Yeah. Or whatever. And this one, you know, the guy, um, you know, where they're strapped to the chair and the dude picks the other guy up, like standing, you know, like his head splits open. Yes. They all pretty much look like that. Like it's all like just the head splitting open and tentacles coming out. That's boring. So they're all different in the original. And yes, exactly. And the music in the original is one of the big yeah. things. It's just that fucking foreboding. Like, you can hear it's that. It's dreadful. That intro theme come on, and you know exactly what the fuck it is. They don't play that the whole movie. It's your typical cinematic, you know, orchestra music. At the very fucking end of the movie. So, there's all these Icelandic people or Norwegians, whatever the fuck they are. There's all of them. And one of the dudes ends up being a survivor. And at the end of the movie, like when it's rolling the credits, you don't see what happens to the girl, the main girl of the story, which is the chick from fucking Scott Pilgrim. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I think. Anyways, it's her. You see her sitting in the fucking ice vehicle after she torches main dude. Whatever, because she just thinks he's a fucking thing, so she torches him. Mm -hmm. Don't ever really specify whether he is or not. So they're doing this shit, and this dude comes up, and he's like, Lars, you survived! And they're standing outside, and he's just like, trying to explain. He's like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And this fucking dog busts out of the thing, and it starts playing the music from the thing. And the dog takes off running. He's like, that's no dog. And they get in the helicopter and start falling it. So you figure it's a fucking it's prequel. Cool. Yeah. What in the ass? Like, it's so fucking bad, dude. Ugh. 
Yeah, it's every time I see someone, I wish they'd reboot this. I wish they'd live action that. I'm like, no, no one can do it anymore. Leave it the fuck alone. The thing, like, is one of those ones that stands on its own merit. I mean, we wouldn't have paid money and rented a fucking theater to go watch the same yeah. movie we've seen a hundred times. Exactly. You know, like... Speaking of, I need to go back and look at this, what, what all they've got again. They well, refresh your listings every um, now and then. My birthday is next month, and I really want to get people together and rent it and go watch Ghostbusters. That'd be cool. Comes out on the nineteenth. Uh, That's something pretty cool though, because they do like they tend to put some really good old school horror movies. Yeah, dude, I wish you could get off work. Like, I think it's next weekend. The drive-in at Sand Mountain's doing a horror fest. Fifteen dollars oh, yeah? per car gets you in, and it's the new Venom, Candyman, Halloween, and Halloween Kills, all for fifteen bucks. That ain't bad. No, maybe they got something cool. Oh. Hmm. Well, what about Wait, you? it's the dates. That's why. Oh. Uh, <laughs> none of those are... Well, that's because it's Friday. Our theater is lame. I think they only do weekdays, which works for me. I mean, I could do a weekday. Or maybe it's weekend. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I know this is riveting to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Fuck them. <laughs> like, they have so much money vested in this podcast. Yeah. Anyways... I'll just say what Decatur is rocking. That's not too far of a drive. Uh, It's all new shit. No thank you. I do want to see the Mini Saints of Newark, but I mean, you can HBO Max it. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Halloween Kills comes out next weekend. I think we're going to go watch it. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I'd really like to go do some haunted houses this year. Like at least go do one big one. Yeah. Like Aatrox or Warehouse 31. I've never been to one like that. I need to. Dude, Aatrox was fun. I went years back when uh, Robert England was there signing autographs, and it was fucking cool. Hmm. You got to be careful. Some of them haunted house, uh, haunted houses you go to, like the indie ones, are cool, but you'll soon find you, you may end up at a fucking juggalo convention, a <laughs> gathering, if you will. What's more horrifying than body odor and... Yeah. Being covered with sticky sweet fago. It's there. It looks like they ain't doing like old movies anymore. Is that Decatur? Yeah. And I looked in Birmingham and stuff too. So I don't know. I'll have to investigate that later. That sucks if all they do is new movies. Speaking of new movies though. Which doesn't make sense for them because I mean new movies take pretty much all the money from the ticket sales. Yeah I know. I, they'd make a lot more off the old ones. I'm what? assuming. I don't know the ins and outs. I, I don't see why theaters don't have like a... Well, never mind. I answered my own question. I was going to say, I don't see why they don't have like a room that's just like public access movies. But I get you can't charge for public access, can you? Mm, yeah, you could charge to use the room. Well, I mean, they ought to do that. Make some money. Yeah. I'll just, you know, hey... You rent this, this you know theater. Play whatever you want on. Bring your thumb drive. You know that would be cool. Yeah, be cool if you could rent one. And play video games in there. <laughs> that would be cool. Mario Kart. Yeah, like in Mario sixty four on that big fucker. That'd be amazing, dude. I could imagine. Could you imagine playing like Mario sixty four on the fucking the dome of the space and rocket center? Oh god, I would shit my pants. I'd probably I, vomit. I couldn't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Just watching the space videos on that when I was a kid used to terrify the fuck out of me. Yeah. I mean, I loved them, but at the same time, like, I remember being, like, in first or second grade and watching one where you're going through them trenches on Mars and having pools of fucking sweat in my hands because I'm like, it feels like we're flying through space. <laughs> I can't hardly do those, like, and really enjoy them because it does make me borderline nauseous. Almost yeah. motion sickness. So that's why I, I, I think it was, uh, no, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. But I, I've never went to see like a real movie in IMAX because I'm like, I don't think I would enjoy it. Because you have to l- turn your head to get the whole picture. The a lot of the IMAX screens aren't like the IMAX at the Space and Rocket. Oh Center. yeah. The we went and watched Prometheus in IMAX, and all it was was a super. I mean, it was a big screen, but it was a super fucking wide screen. Okay. And I mean, you could see everything, but it's almost like you. watching a letterbox edition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's condensed, but you see more. Okay. 
And I think a lot of that too is the one we went to was in Huntsville as well theater, but the sound is like because yeah, they got like fucking speakers in the seats and shit, and you're just like, <laughs> get that get that little tickle and you pickle, getting that taint tickled. Yeah, buddy. Rub the step, mind the stepshul. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies, though, they uh, dropped a new trailer, and you're gonna call me a dip whore for this, but uh, it's okay. There's a new scream coming out. And it actually looks fucking cool. Does it? It's kind of sad to me a little bit, though, because it's the first one not directed by Wes Craven. Ah. And, you know, Scream 4 was his last. Wouldn't call it Opus, because it ain't that. But yeah. It looks like it's going back to darks and basics. Like, it's going back to the first one. Okay. I think it'd be cool. We yeah. wouldn't watch Scream 3 in theaters. Yeah. Because uh, you offended some people in there. Of course. I was a little dickhead. Pretty... Uh, one of my fondest memories is the killer pops out. Brandon, like a stone, doesn't move. Jenny McCarthy pokes her head around the corner. Ah! <laughs> Throwing fucking popcorn and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shirt off. You can run faster. <laughs> oh, man. What an asshole. <laughs> that was awesome. That was, uh, mind y'all, though, we were not fucking great. Yeah. So my mom got us in for that and left. There's a new Scream coming out, and I'm kind of excited. Since we're on the subject of horror movies, I know I recommended you to watch that. um, Oh, God. Malignant? Damn, and I did. Was it not the dumbest thing, but also kind of cool? So, I thought it was really awful, but at the same time, what kind of swayed me a little bit. Is the police station scene where he just... It becomes the Matrix. <laughs> it's like the Matrix and Terminator, and it's just like, I thought this was a goddamn ghost movie. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, if somebody would have just... Just added in some fucking techno music, I'd been like, Neo, you look like shit. <laughs> but it does. It gets very John Wickish. They're no, instead that, of like, that music, they need to just put on loop from uh, Freddy Got Fingered, the Backwards Man song. I'm the Backwards the Man, Backwards Man. I could run backwards fast as you can. I could run backwards fast as you can. I will say, though, that's a... Okay, I'll give it this. For a big budget horror movie, it does a really good job of making it feel like a shitty B movie. Yeah. But at the same time, it blends so much weird shit in there. Yeah. It's awful, but it's like one of those things. It's awfully good. Like, yeah, it's so- and I don't, that's the thing that's that's bewildering to me. I don't know how intentional that was. It, was this an accidental the, awful bad movie? Like the dialogue is some of the shit. Yeah, just, I don't remember anything that just it's, stood out. But the whole movie is too polished to be like a sh- typical shit movie. This is like big budget Hollywood stuff. At no point is it really like super tongue in cheek. Like, hey, this is a shitty B movie. It's just like super polished, but just retarded. You well, <laughs> honestly, too though, it's the same. It's James Wan. I mean, he also made the Insidious movies, and I know people that are like, "Oh, the Insidious movies are great." And I'm like, I can't oh, yeah. fucking stand any of them. They're watchable at best. The first one, I'm like, you got Darth Maul chasing yeah. people around in the house. I'm not interested. Like, <laughs> it just, they're, I don't know. It's like a new style of ghost movie. I will give James Wan credit. That, I mean, he's the guy that fucking... He did The Conjuring. In The Conjuring movies, I really... I dig those. They're very effective for, like, ghost movies. Mm-hmm. And you, honestly, you know what my favorite thing about The Conjuring is? What's that? The fucking scroll at the beginning with the logo. That's, like, yeah. so cool because movies don't fucking do that shit no, anymore. They don't. And it's very, like ominous and you're just like especially in the first two conjuring movies like yeah it's just you're like it's leading you into something yeah I, I really dig that yeah and i mean he's responsible for those he does a bunch of that he also did fucking upgrade i think and i really fucking liked upgrade i don't know that i've seen that upgrade come out maybe like four three four years ago i guess maybe a little longer but it's kind of like it's a, it's a Blumhouse movie, but it's like they're owed homage to like 80s super fucking violent action movies. Hmm. Like this dude, they live in like the future kind of, and this dude and his wife are driving in their fucking automated 
ain't a Tesla, but it is a Tesla. They're in their fucking automated car, and it just... They're in their Edison. Yeah. <laughs> the Edison reroutes them down here, and it, like, drops them off on Jefferson Street, where this president owns all these slaves. And, <laughs> and like, people think that guy was a hero. Rapist. Anyway, they pull down the street and these dudes show up and they fucking murder his wife and shoot him in the spine and leave him a paraplegic. So he's just got like the smart house and he'll go up to his wheel in his wheelchair to his thing and like wheels of justice. Yeah, he'll blow a little flute thing, not literally, but in this machine will dose him with medicine, cook his food and all this, you know. And this weird fucking creepy little computer dude comes to him and is like I've invented a chip that'll make you not retarded. <laughs> and uh, they, he fucking implants this thing called STEM in him. You need to watch it because it's up your alley. But he implants this little chip called STEM and it allows him to walk and shit again. And he just goes back to trying to live his life and he's sitting at home one day and he just starts hearing this voice talk to him. And it's planted with AI. And it's just, it's like, I'm going to help you find these guys that killed your wife. Blah, blah, blah. And he fucking does all the Googling for him, and he finds where they live and goes there, and dude's getting his ass kicked by this guy because these dudes are like mercenaries. And he's like, I can help you out, but you got to give me authorization. He's like, authorization or permission granted. And it just turns him to a badass. And he's fighting this dude. This dude gets a knife on him. And he takes a knife away from him, kicks him in the fucking ribs, and... Dude hits his knees and he walks behind him and puts the knife right there and just puts his foot on the back of his head and just goes and just fillets it. Nice. Like it's super gory. Long story short, he does all this and there's bigger shit at play like the AI and it doesn't relinquish control at some point or something. You'll have to watch and okay. see. There's some really cool bad guy. There's some Metal Gear shit in it. Like there's a dude in it that's um trying to get information. And he just <laughs> sneezes. So I'm sorry about that. And it zooms in on his sneeze particles. And it's millions of these little fucking hornet looking nanobots things. And they swim up the, or they fly in this dude's nose after he breathes it. And he just starts like hemorrhaging out of everything's face. And he's like, millions of my nanobots are chewing your brain apart like fucking maggots and meat right now. And it's just like, oh, that's fucking gnarly. <laughs> but yeah, I gushed about that movie. It's good. It's really fucking I, I good. Need to check that out. Good shit. So, video games. Mm-hmm. I haven't really played a whole lot recently. I've played way too much. Way too much. Tell us about some of your trials of Diablos. I'm going to be talking about my Proton Pack. So, I've pretty much reached what you'd consider the end game of Diablo 2, which is trading and fucking around and running tons and tons of Magic Find runs where you're just searching for items. Like I like a typical magic find run for me. I try to change it up so I don't go insane. Mm-hmm. But I'll do like Act One, boss and Dario. I'll skip Act Two because Dario has way too much hit points, and I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. I go to Act Three, kill Mephisto. Act Four, kill Diablo. Act Five, kill Bell. And I was kind of rinse and repeat, and sometimes throw some other things in there. Uh. If I'm just wanting to get in some quick runs, I just do Endario, Mephisto, and a couple of these small, like, mini-bosses that you can get to pretty quick. Because Diablo and Bell take a while just to get to them. You have to go through all these different monsters just to get to them. Uh, overall, lots of fucking fun. I feel like a fucking kid again playing this I'm shit. excited. Like, it's really weird to me to see you glow yeah. about a video game. I know. Kind of warms my but, code a little bit. I've encountered trading fuckery already, which is to be expected. You know, it, in I, any marketplace, I bitch about it, but it was a hallmark of Diablo two, and I never once encountered it in Diablo three because they totally fucked that up. So fuckery, though. Yeah, elaborate. So, okay, so this is very early start of the game, so the value of items are different. Let me ask this before you get in this, mm-hmm. just. Have you experienced any server issues with it? Oh, yeah. Okay, I just, the only reason I say this is because I seen a ping on my phone earlier that was just talking about 
due to the influx of people that are fucking just loving the shit they're they're having server issues yeah right and from what i understand the console side is worse than the pc side really uh it <laughs> <peasant> fucks <laughs> but um so it's trading fuckery this is pretty minor as far as trading fuckery goes yeah. but the um this guy okay i started a game and right now the trading chat in the game is broken <laughs> for some reason in fact all the chat is almost broken uh used to like in old diablo 2 you can join channels and yeah. everyone it's kind of like fucking aol chat rooms and stuff basically but in, in the game so you cannot just go to the trading channel right now you you can select it but like there's no one there. So you have to like Discord with people to talk. Well, to? I'm, I'm using Discord now, but I have been like creating games and name the game like, hey, this to trade for that. So people will see it, join the game, you do the trade. Yeah. Um, so mine was Paladin Skill Charm for a Shaco, which is a hat. Right now, later in the game, that's probably not a good trade in favor of the Shaco. Mm-hmm. Being more valuable but right now, values are a little different because it's you can fairly consistently farm the Shaco hat by going to a few bosses over and over. It has a drop for me, but it's a it's a pretty reliable thing to farm if you just do it enough. Yeah. Whereas the skill charms, that's that's a fucking crapshoot. There's no one place that drops many more than anything else, and a million different attributes can roll on them, most of which suck. So this one charm gives plus one to all paladin and combat skills. Very, it's it's paladin's like a top class paladin yeah. and sorceress, and it's a, and it's his best tree. So it's very very much coveted. And um, we're so, getting the best of the best. Yeah. So I put the game put in the game paladin combat charm for Shaco. Guy joins my game and is like, hey, I'll give you a, an umroom for it. I'm like, that's not a shock of no. Well, he's like, oh, shit, dude. How about oh, you? God damn. They're doing the Facebook Marketplace yeah. thing. I want $50. Well, I will gladly give you $10 and a 35 cent stamp. It's like, I'll give you an um and a foul. I'm like, no, I want a Shaco. It's like, well, you gotta you gotta liquidate your your assets, man. It's you're looking for a specific person who wants a specific charm and has a Shaco. It's gonna be hard to find that man. You're gonna have to just get liquid assets. And he just kept up. You're this, not the only one playing this game, yeah, fucko. He kept up this high these high pressure sales tactics. I guess you'd say it is. Oh, this guy, this guy is definitely a salesman in life, probably. Yeah, and I was like, I said, that was, sounds good. If that's worth a Shaco, yeah. Okay, go trade it for a Shaco and bring it back. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. It's on you. I'm like, no, it's not, because I'm perfectly fine when I make a Paladin using this charm on it. I'm just saying if I can get the Shaco right now. I'm eventually going to get one, and I'm cool not getting one and using this. So fuck right off. You act like this is some shit that's going to help me in my daily life. Yeah. This isn't a Toyota Corolla, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah, that's just that. He's trying to hoodoo you. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it was. Make, and make you try to feel fucking less so they can get more. There's lots of new players to the game, so I understand that there's going to be a lot of... People like that would be done away with. <laughs> there's there's lots of new players, so there's lots of fresh targets. I, however, am not one of those. You're a seasoned vet mm-hmm. in the spring. You know, I'm not super familiar with all the values of everything because I haven't played in so long. But I know enough, and I know yeah. where to look if I don't know. And just, just if I knew nothing at all, had nothing else to go on, just the sales tactics of this guy be no, absolutely not. That's a big ass red flag. Pushy salesman. Yep. You just, I don't care if it is a good deal. I'm, I'm backing off and fuck you. You know, that's that's a good life rule. Someone they're, they're trying to fuck you somehow. Yeah. No matter how good you think it is, they're fucking you. Well, that's how, like, now, even, like, in a real-world situation, yes. if somebody's trying to overly sell something, I will literally be like, you being persistent and trying to force this on me makes me want it even fucking less, man. So, yep. stop while you're ahead. Yes. Like. Fuck right off. I will go somewhere else and pay twice for the same thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I am that asshole. If somebody trying to drive a bargain pisses me off and like, I'll gladly spend double what this fucker's worth just so I don't have to deal with you. Yeah. 
Like, vote with your dollars, people. Yeah. I, I counter that. Again, Facebook Marketplace a lot. The guy, um, th- this nickel and dime and shit out of me. And I'm like, you know what? I'd rather set this fucking thing on fire than sell it to you for twice what I'm asking. Fuck you. Well, I had a, I had a thing. <laughs> I don't need the money. I'm not using this to feed my kids, you dick. I'm just trying to get rid of shit. That's like, I had a thing like that a few years ago that I've, I don't guess, I mean, I may have talked about it on an old podcast, but it's like I sold some shit years ago for an amount of money on fucking eBay. And these people bought the item and literally was like, well, it's not, it's not what we thought it was. I'm like, did you not look at the pictures or read the description? Because I was very upfront and said everything. It was action figures. I was like, said it was used, blah, blah, blah. Well, they pretty much just like bought the shit. And then held on to it and fucked me in the end. I ended up having to give them so much money back, like on the whole deal. Mm -hmm. And then turn around about a month and a half later after they put me through that and sold another set of shit. And the same people bought it. And I just was like, fuck them. I canceled the the fucking thing right then. And just like, I'm not dealing with them again. Oh, no. And I was like, I will risk negative feedback because fuck these people right in their fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, I hope you... Butt chug a road sign at 70 miles an hour, fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, so, there's always fuckery in marketplaces. Uh-huh. I've been, having, I've been playing with my, my buddy Paul a little bit. Like, last night, I helped rush him through nightmare mode. Got him. Got him over in the hell. Hooked his... He's got, like, a level 60-something paladin. So, I, I hooked him up with some... Some extra low le- or mid-level gear that I've been saving that really ain't worth nothing, but makes life a lot easier when you're going through the game. Yeah. That is one thing about the this reboot is they've drastically expanded your stash space, which honestly isn't enough, but I'm still thankful if we got what we got. Because used to you had like, I don't even, I can't remember off the top of my head how how many squares it is, but it's like a third of one tab that we get now per character. So now we got four tabs. Each of those tabs are like three times as much as what we originally had in Diablo 2. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It allows, I guess that allows for like more. Allows you to keep more shit. I wish we just had infinite stash space or or near infinite because it allows for, it allows you to pick up these shitty items and keep them. For like your other characters when you're leveling them up and let you try new things with them, you otherwise wouldn't because you don't you want to. You got all waste. this shit to run different combos with yeah. and all that. Yeah. As, as it is now, I can only hold so much shit. And yeah, I'd like to save this bullshit for my druid when I'm leveling him up, but it ain't worth the space it's costing me right now. Yeah. So the inventory management is probably the one gripe I have as far. I mean, it's pretty faithful to the original. That's fine. But if they're going to improve it, I would prefer they improve that over anything else. Just make the runes and gem stacks. I don't have a whole... If they just did that alone, that solved 90% of the issues. Because you, each rune and gem takes up one square in there. And that's a lot of space when you need a lot of those things. Yeah. Whereas like a sword might take up six or eight spaces. You need, you know really hundreds of these things to, to make the shit you want. So it takes up a lot of space. And every now and then I just got to stop and just go through and manage my inventory. And I was, was, was fixed to say, so inventory management is definitely yeah. key in this. Just go and organize all my shit. I've made a handful of alternate characters. I haven't really played yet. I just made them so I could put the items on there. It's free up stash space. Yeah. Like, I'm going to use it. This on my Barbarian whenever I'm leveling him up. I went and got him to level six real quick just so I could throw some shit on him. Get it out of my way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One day I'll come back and revisit and play him and use it. But for right now, I just need it gone. Just gone. Yeah. Well, that's cool, though, because, I mean, in a weird way, that would almost give you incentive to, like, start another character and try a different variation of shit. You yeah. Know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, having having tons of fun with I it. Still need to fucking I, buy it. I, our buddy Bill told us, they told me that he he tried to get on again and crashed immediately. So I'm like, man, it sucks. I want to get it, and I will get it. I hope you're not burnt out on it by the time I decide to get. It, I 
played that game for years. This so. fucker right here is the reason I haven't got it. Yeah. Um, so. Opine about this piece of majesty you've brought in my house. Okay, I'm not going to. Play, play some sounds. That's what I'm going to do since people can't see. This is a teaser of what I have been stressing the fuck out over and working toward for Halloween this year. It's got a boot up sequence, so. And. Do. Ray. Egon. I don't think my fair part of that if they said they, just, they look at Egon, he just <laughs> yeah, has that smart ass look. That is my fucking Spangler Neutrona wand. I'm gonna do a little plasma throwing. We got the classic, and it's got video game mode on it. You can do slime blower, which sounds like. You've eaten Taco Bell for three days. <laughs> and then you got electrolysis, I guess. Spooky. And then you got proton blast, I think, or Plasma Blast? It's like the shotgun version from the video game where you can just shoot. Yeah. Plasma or Proton Blast or whatever. That's pretty sweet. I fucking dig it. And I'm about to mount it to my spirit pack, which has proved quite difficult. Um. This is the same pack I bought when we went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I've been slowly modding this thing over the past like few weeks, trying to get it. I'm a procrastinator, so everything I need for this, I've waited to the past two weeks to fucking buy. Uh-huh. And it started out just doing it for the hell of it, and now it's like, well, this is what I'm going to go as for Halloween. So I started out. Fucking with the proton pack, and it's like, well, I need a neutron one. So I bought it, and I'm like, then I need the lights. So I bought it. Well, I need brass fittings. I bought it. Oh, I need a new ribbon cable. I bought it. Oh, I need brass island arms. I bought all this bullshit, and now I'm like, well, I need a Ghostbusters outfit. So lo and hold, about 500 fucking dollars later, here I am. An official buster of ghosts. I hope, but would busting better make me feel good <laughs> next time I do? It always helps me. Yeah, I hope. Once helps me take a load off. I did this project. But but busting. I fucking like start, and I'm not saying I've I've been completely miserable by it. I've done it because you know I even told you when I bought it. I was like, I want this to be a project. I want to make it. Look good and badass. Well, I've kind of weirdly become obsessed with it. Like, I've got to the point where I'm, like, losing sleep thinking about shit. I'm like, if I don't order this in time, it's not going to be here, and I'm going like a fool. Everybody's going to be like, you should kill yourself, Lyle. You really fucked that up back there. Lyle, I bet you cannot wait to die. (laughs) I simply cannot wait to die. But, like... And it's just, it's become like an obsession. Like, all I fucking do when I'm able to get on my phone and look at shit is I'm just like, what part do I need next? And just, and it's, it's a, it's a, the stressful part of it is how you wormhole. I'm like, I'm going to do this and this. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter how comfortable you get. There's always another part you can throw on that just makes it that much more badass. Like, I got to looking today. There's already like a hundred dollar kit you can get for this Neutrona one where you replace all these fucking uh, banjos and shit with like metal. This is an actual metal like welded arm that you put on. Huh. Uh, this right here ends up being the tube ends up being clear like in the movie. Just little shit like that. Huh. 
like people are fucking taking dremels and grinding that out so you can see the light coming through it. And I thought about doing that shit, but at the same time, I'm like, maybe I need to buy another one to have one the way have it a comes. Backup. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought about buying another one to mod now and like, you know, redoing the handle and taking this tape and shit off there or rubber molded tape. Uh huh. Putting real tape on there. But it's just, yeah, it's just all that shit. And like, I panicked about the lights. I wasn't going to have my lights in time. So the lights, to make it movie accurate, you can get for like $50 a board. There's a guy called Frankengeek that makes the boards. And they're really good, high quality. He was sold out. So I go through a Canadian company and pay 80 fucking dollars for a light board and pay $30 to have it express ship. So I get it in time. And then literally the next day after ordering, he's like, I got 15 available on Frankengeek. Get them now. And I'm just like, fuck. So they're 50. Just, so it's just, it's been a money pit. And I will be so glad to have it done and not have to spend another fucking dollar on it or until I just. Yeah. Sounds like it's a rabbit hole. You're just tumbling down. Yeah. I've been there. And I'm to the point now where I'm like debating. I have the way that I was going to mount my pack to my Alice frame. And I got online today and found some Alice frame mounts for like 30 bucks. I'm like, mm, boy, I'm looking good. I'm looking fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, like, want it. But at the same time, I'm like, how much is enough? It's never enough. At the same time, though, in the same token, from working construction in the past, like, I literally just have bags of like fucking spare nuts bolts just random shit that i'll find and keep because i'm like never know when it'll come in handy Mm -hmm. so all that kind of shit like i had some wire left from when i like built some i built like a little shitty freddy diorama years ago and had like some little wire pieces in it i just like repurposed them and like changed everything out where it's movie accurate and just kind of Went to, instead of spending $30, $40 on Etsy, went to Walmart and Hobby Lobby and just found pieces of shit for nothing and just make it look like what it needs to, you know, and Mm -hmm. it works. Like, I'm a stickler for things looking right, and it, I mean, it works for me. Hell yeah. I changed all the nuts and bolts out to actual metal nuts and bolts. I took a Dremel, and the Spirit Pack has the fucking bar that goes across the cyclotron which is the round part at the bottom of the pack is one solid piece and it's supposed to be a bar that sets over it i took a dremel and cut all that shit out and i got bondo and a fucking bondo and sanding shit like it's gonna be a bad motherfucker Hell I'm yeah. pretty i'm excited about it but at the same time i've been really stressed out and i did learn that there is some rift in that community there's a whole, Always is. whole Always is. community of fucking spirit pack like modders. Mm-hmm. And they're really cool. Like they're super helpful. I've met some cool people in the groups that are just like, you know, hey, this is what I did and it worked. You ain't gotta you know, they're just super helpful. Boy, there's a lot of people that own full size proton packs that think you are the dirge verse never mind the fact that we're grown men dressing up as fucking movie characters yeah <laughs> you know that doesn't turn a fucking pussy to stone or anything you know but or i mean you know for for you men that like men i'm not saying it wouldn't turn a dick into a fucking witch from wizard Oz's shoe after a house falls on it you <laughs> might <laughs> Yeah. It just looks like one of the things you blow out during times of celebration and just curls yeah. back in on itself. <laughs> I mean, any anybody, it, it should upset to that degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I, and I, say that I a get lot that with, shit. Um, like, there's, there's sticklers about it, but they're just like, oh, well, I see that, too, like, in some of the arcade groups I'm on, I'm on uh, people are like, Someone will post their game room in there. And then immediately the people who have like big game rooms with real arcades are like shitting on the people with the one the arcade one ups. I'm like they fuck off. It's, that like, ser- it's, a, it's the whole fucking superiority complex. Yeah. It ain't no different than any other thing. It's like people in video games. Oh well, you know, they're always on the bright that's something like when it was come came to video game collecting like 
I've been asked before, like, you know, why don't you put pictures of your collection online back when I still had all that shit? And I was just like, because it ain't fucking for everybody else. It's for me. And mm-hmm. you're just going to have them people. What to me is like, that's the only joy some of these people get out of life. And that's where it kind of is like, oh, yeah, hang yourself. Well, that stuff becomes people's identity in some cases, and it's kind of sad. I love collecting and shit and doing all this, but it's just, I didn't see, like, the need. You know, what, like, for example, to sum it up, is, like, some dude posted their day, he was like, all these dumb fucks spend three and four hundred dollars in putting together a sixty dollar toy prop, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so you're going to talk shit about somebody making their $60 one movie actor and putting three or $400 to build a full size when you're putting fucking one to three grand into it. <laughs> you're going to make fun of them. Yeah. Like that's... that boils back to the fucking rich making fun of the poor. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Not necessarily like the literal rich making fun of the poor, but like the fucking... You know, the the difference between the two, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like, Yeah, there's, I think just about every community. Middle class versus high class. I've blah, been blah, um, blah, perusing like, the, uh, um, I can't think of the fucking name of it now, um, Pinside Forums. Mainly just looking at Godzilla updates, seeing if anyone's getting their Godzilla premiums in, because I'm, I'm really fucking pumped. But, uh there's just a lot of that shit in there, like people who shitting on Stearns, and then the same people are like, oh, I only buy a Jersey Jack pinball, and then you go and look at Jersey Jack pinballs, and it's full of people shitting on it because it's got this problem, that problem. Uh, no one makes a fucking perfect product, guys. Hate to break it to you. No and, shit. And uh, and, and plus in, the, in that forum, if you mention anything about a virtual pinball cabinet, woe be unto you. You... I are a slovenly, <laughs> drooling, mouth breathing piece of shit. You son of a bitch. Virtual pinball. It ain't nearly as good as a real pinball. I'm like, yeah, no shit. But I've got like a hundred machines on that virtual pinball machine right there. And it's fun. It's different. It doesn't replace real pinball. Dude, there there's a group of somewhere of people somewhere that talk shit about people that own arcade legends. Yeah. There's got to be. I'm sure there is. I mean, there's shit like that on everything. And I mean, I've been pretentious about shit before. Don't get me wrong, but not to the point where I let it like, you know, I'm not going to not hang out with you because of, you know, I don't know. That's just how people I- fucking. I pray for a meteorite. I, yeah. I, th- I think the advent of social media has turned everything into this. Because even, like, growing 100% up... 100 fucking percent. Politics was hot, but it wasn't nearly as touchy as it is now. Well, you can't even express your fucking opinion on anything. No. Because all somebody wants to do is rush you about why you're wrong. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And that's what that's one thing that aggravates me about a lot of shit is, like, everybody's so quick to judge and be like, well, it's you're either being... Uh, you're misinformed, or you're fucking racist, or you're fucking ignorant to this, or oblivious to that, and it's just like, and and don't get me wrong, people say some stupid shit, mm-hmm. you know, like some truly, I mean, we've said shit in humor before, but I mean, when it comes down to it, there's some people that say shit that is really ignorant, like for real ignorant, yeah. and for real fucking racist, and for real fucked up. And the bad thing is, they truly believe it and mean it. Yeah. You know, that's where it takes things. But one thing people don't, people don't conversate about shit no, the don't. way they do. And when, the, and a conversation is always, a conversation p- between people now, more often than not, is an argument. Uh-huh. Not a fucking conversation. Like, I'm right, fuck you. And then the other person's also like, I'm right, fuck you. Yeah. And a lot of that shit, too, like, people don't really think about the implications of, of what they're saying. Like, okay, let's say you are a Trump supporter, so you get called a Nazi. That really takes away from what a fucking Nazi is. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, to me, that's kind of insulting to all the people that they fucking killed. Well, yeah, that's not I a mean, Nazi. This- <laughs> See, this goes back to this 
I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about it here. That fucko I worked with. We're talking about the vaccination and shit. And he he was literally like talking about just... I, I didn't say nothing about no mandates, no nothing. I was just like, well, I chose to do it because my family's health, a lot of da, whatever. Why don't you? Well, do you know what the definition of fascism is? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. I'm well aware of what the definition of fascism is, and this isn't it. Yeah. Like... If I was talking about a mandate and you getting forced to do it against your will, maybe. I, yeah, that's one thing. Get that. But just, and what it is, man, people are so fucking stupid and dumbass. 50%, I, I, I'm going to be brave and say 50 fucking, possibly more percent of these fucking woke, at, and we'll say the woke crowd. You go to actually ask them what they believe in and to explain it, they fucking can't. Oh, yeah. It's more than that. Way more than that. Your whole belief structure. You're in the 90, 90%. Your fucking life and belief structure is based on fucking headlines you read uh-huh. on social media it's, apps. And this goes for everybody. It ain't based on it's, your truth, how you fucking really feel and all this shit. I've got to the point where the internet, I have to take breaks from it, man. Yeah. People posting videos of people arguing. There's a dude fishing. I seen on a video the other day. He's fishing off of a fucking pier at a dock. And this chick, no, no, fuck her. This bitch comes up. And this bitch is literally like, those fish have feelings. You're causing them pain. Nothing wants a hook in its lip. And he's just like, oh, you're one of those people. And she turns around, what do you mean one of those people? And he was like, you're a fucking five foot tall white bitch who doesn't know shit about marine biology. And you're not going to tell me that I'm fucking a terrible piece of shit for fishing. Blah, blah, blah. And all this shit. There's another one where this kid and his dad approach this guy who's killed a deer, obviously. And the deer's dead in the back of the truck. And the little boy's crying. He's like, how would you feel if somebody killed your pet? You're a fucking asshole. This little kid's like, you're a fucking asshole. And his dad ain't even saying shit. He's like, you're a real hero around here in Long Island, boy. Just killing deer. And he's like, do you eat meat? And the guy's like, we do. And he's like, how in the fuck you think it gets there? Yeah. (laughs) How did it get here? (laughs) That's a hamburger. How did it get here, Private Powell? <laughs> Holy Jesus. A jelly fucking donut. Jelly fucking donut. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, dude. Fucking Full Metal Jacket is one of the best movies ever. <laughs> I think my favorite part is where fucking early ever looks like. Jesus jumped up. Did your parents have any other children that lived? <laughs> I think the best part of you ran down your mama's ass crack. Not the best part of shooting women. How could you kill women and children? Easy. You don't lead them as much. Yeah. War as hell, ain't it? Fuck. But yeah, they. It, it's just... People suck. They do. I know we say that every fucking podcast. We're like, we're going to get serious for a moment. Talk about why humanity deserves a meteor. I'm going to talk about why I want to answer this week. That, call the void. That is what we're going to start doing. Starting next episode at the beginning or at the end, near the end of every episode. We're going to have literally a 10 or 15 second segment. I'm going to find some music and everything. It's going to be like, and now tonight's the reason humanity deserves a meteor. <laughs> and it's just going to be tonight's reason, but fucking. <laughs> this has been brought to you by Too Much the Reason or Not Enough. Your call. I would only bring on a meteorite if it was not enough. <laughs> this has been another reason humanity needs a meteorite. <laughs> Fuck yes. That's a new... It's coming. All right. Next. That was the, the prototype for the first one. So we'll think about 
just one solidary reason. Humanity just one? Needs- <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. One per episode. Okay. But yeah. That's like just getting the tip. That's some blue balls there. Some, um, sometimes, um, you know, just the tip's fun. Other times it's a disgrace Mm -hmm. on sexuality. Sometimes the tip's all you got. (laughs) Sorry, I just, uh. It's cool. I'm going to pull us up some music. So we got us a spooky tune from Friday the 13th on ADS. So spook. Much spook. make this a double feature i, I had i had come to mind one i remember that's kind of spooky oh abso- absolutely all right double feature double feature this is lavender town from the original pokemon oh shit they, they like spooky pokemon are dead people come here to grieve town i had like the ghost tower and stuff lavender's supposed to cure depression it doesn't nothing does except for <laughs> Uh, Slossberg. Yeah. The sweet embrace of death.
inspires me for lyrics. To make a metal song about like Machamp landing, stepping on a landmine, <laughs> becoming one. I can't remember anything. Machamp <laughs> stepped on a Voltorb. <laughs> can't see you here. Like Darkness that presented me. Absolute horror. You know, um. That Machamp is tied to the machines that make him be. <laughs> God, please help him. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, something I want to do before we end the episode. Let's pause. Watch that fucking trailer so we can talk. So we just watched the trailer for Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Indeed. It's the new Resident Evil movie that's coming out. Definitely looks better than the old ones. It doesn't have a Lilu with her multi-pass. I seen the main thing everybody's bitching about is the fact they used the Spanish guy for Leon. I think he's Spanish. I don't know. Like for Leon S. Kennedy. He's not a blonde head, blue-eyed Leon S. Kennedy. (laughs) Like, so people were pissed. I don't give a fuck. It looks pretty cool. It It, it can't be no fucking worse than the other Resident Evil movies, which had little... I mean, they had they had shit to do with the game that was shoehorned in later. Mm-hmm. They're very Yui Bowl. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Paul W. S. Anderson, you fuck. It's basically how can I uh, make a movie franchise where I just pay my wife to run around? That's that's Resident. Yeah. Yeah. Mila Javovich is his wife. Uh huh. That's why she's in Monster Hunter as well. Yep. Capcom, looks awful. stop selling your fucking shit to that guy. Yeah. Stop you bowling yourself. Uh, you bowling for Columbine. <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, I, I dig it. it yeah. It's a blend of Resident Evil 1 and 2. Because you got the police station and Claire and everything from 2. But I looked at the cast list and you've got all the characters like Wesker... And everybody, and William Birkin, like, and you see him go into the mansion, so. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed about it. When, when was it coming out? November 24th. Okay. Only in theaters. Might have to go check it out. Might have to. Doesn't look too bad. I'm pretty excited about it. I feel I like. The, the big, the big ass monster is a little too cartoony for me. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. But at the same time, like. Could you imagine if we'd have got that trailer in fucking 1999 when the first Resident Evil come out and everybody yeah. would have been like, holy shit. Yeah. That looks badass. But no, it's like you got something completely different. Maybe you, got, the- you got the hive. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I was a fucking dude. I was a huge Resident Evil fan, but I'm like, I'm one of those people. Like I really fucking dig Resident Evil one through three. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's enough. Well, even Code Veronica too. I dug Code Veronica pretty well, but I lost track. After you don't that. enjoy that now. It's about giant vampire got big titty ladies. Oh, well, I kind of do want to play it because I've heard Resident Evil. I did play Resident Evil Seven. Some Biohazard. That's it's pretty fucking good. I do like the spin on it. I like how it's in the same universe, but it's a different story. And it's because by the time Resident Evil 6 come out, like, I just didn't dig, like, the cult kind of the voodoo kind of thing. Because they started doing that shit where instead of zombies, it was 
people infected and shit, which I get it. That's like the next step of disease and all that. But I just, I don't know. It didn't have like, they almost, to me, with the Resident Evil franchise, especially in the core games, like from four, five, and six, I'll leave seven and eight out of it. But they kind of Fast and the Furious, that Mm. shit. It was like, okay, these were survival horror. Like, these were horror movies that you got to fucking get around. Now they're big, elaborate action set pieces. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you can kill a zombie, but now you're going to kill an infected cult member while driving your car around a mountain with a suspension bridge off of a, or a suspension cable off of a bridge that you don't even know why it's there. But you slingshot around the mountain with it. You know, that kind of shit. Vin Diesel is suddenly hunting zombies yeah. with you. Vin Diesel is Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. But I think it could be good. Yeah, definitely. Man, that trailer alone is better than anything that they've put out for Resident Evil, so. More not. Yeah. Was that it? I think that's about it. We'll come back. We'll have another uh, spooky episode. Maybe mm-hmm. we can uh, do something special for the the Halloween episode. Yeah. We'll try to figure something out. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something extra spooky. Extra, extra spooky. I might uh, videotape myself ass-chugging drywall screws. You should do that. It's been a while. That would be... Uh, it's been a minute. Maybe that would be spooky. That'd be significantly spooky. It's- like that potatoes and jelly video online. Yeah, you can hear the glass. <laughs> Dude, that that that's the kind of shit that truly makes me have nightmares. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to know I would never set on a jelly jar. Yeah, but I'm glad to know somebody did. There's just so many questions that come to mind with that, but we won't talk about it because I don't want to drive home. On the verge of crying. Yeah. So, till next time, game over, man. Game over. Communists use their turn indicators. <laughs>